Alabama, Alabama white thing. Lavetta, was there anything you want to add to this? To what? The podcast. No. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Randy. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Randy and Ordina, touch it. My mom wanted to send us a uh, cease and desist letter. From whom? <laughs> From her. <laughs> I do. I do. Just. I do. Just. Stupidity. What is this bitch doing behind me? I have no. I have no idea. <laughs> she looks hyper as shit right now. She is insane right now. She's jumping on your bed. Oh. So, yeah. How are you doing? How are things? You weren't feeling I'm, well last week. No, I wasn't. I, I wasn't feeling well at all. I, I was very tired. I think it was a little bit of sinuses, but I mean, uh, I slept well that night. I don't know. I, I mean, it, I think I was just running 100 miles an hour, and I really didn't stop all weekend either. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, we went down to that wedding in Phoenix City for yeah. Patrick. Do you remember Patrick, my baby cousin? Uh, vaguely. The the little one that played baseball. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he finally got married. Okay. Yeah. It was sweet. I have never I never I've never been to Phoenix City. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never stayed there. I've always driven through, uh, like going to, um, like Columbus and Albany. Well, I've driven through, but I had never been like downtown. Oh yeah. I've never been downtown. What was it like? Was did it nice? You, did you know there was a river walk? No clue. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about having an adult little mini, uh, trip down there. There's a, a hotel that was right across the... We stayed on the Riverwalk at the Marriott and across the... Right across the river from us was another hotel and it had a rooftop bar. Yeah, it, it looked really nice. I was like, well, we should have stayed there. And Matt was like, well, we have the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those kids. Like, and fuck those kids. No. <laughs> and so we, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't really do much, but we drove down there Saturday morning. And um, when we got there, I got dressed and then we went to the wedding. The wedding was at three o'clock in the afternoon. And I, you know, I wore all black. I wore black pants, stiletto mm -hmm. heels. Mm hmm. And a three-fourth shirt, black shirt, um, with like a, a semi-turtleneck. And about five minutes from the venue, um, my brother-in-law calls me for something. I can't remember. And I said, well, we're five minutes out. And he said, oh, by the way, it's an outdoor wedding. Oh, shit. And we were like, what? What? Matt's in full suit. Gabe is in a long sleeve button up black shirt with gray pants. Gavin is in a button up black shirt with black pants. Oh. 
I bet it was and hot the as wedding shit. was at three o'clock. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Turns out it was a last minute decision. <laughs> so that and well, I just wait. So huh? hold on, wait. It was a last minute decision. Like so, it was supposed to be inside. The yeah, the wedding part was supposed. The entire thing, wedding reception, was supposed to be inside, and it was at the old. Um, Phoenix City Courthouse. They've turned the courthouse into a venue that's, right across from their little elementary school. It's not creepy and at all. It's actually really pretty. Oh, okay. Like it, it's really cool. It's a two story uh, building. Um, so I guess they were going to do kind of like what we did with our, our wedding. We had the wedding inside, we had ours at a, a museum. Um, and as soon as we had the as soon as the wedding was done, they switched it out. And in the same room, it was the reception. So I guess it was supposed to be like that. I don't okay. know. But my aunt, my aunt was, um, she was like, yeah, it was, a, it was a last minute decision. And half of the bridesmaids had stilettos. Um, the mother of the bride had stilettos on. Um, I, I think Aaron may have. I, I can't. My aunt. I, I can't remember if she did or not. Anyways, um, no one told. I guess no one kind of instructed people how to walk in stilettos on grass. <laughs> so you there if you if you paid attention, you started seeing a lot of a lot of women's heels getting stuck. And them tripping, including the mother of the bride. Oh. Who almost face planted getting to her chair at the front of the aisle. And she is in full, a full on mermaid, mermaid ball gown. What is a mermaid ball, ball gown? Like it's a, you know, the fitted uh, formal dresses. It's a fitted dress and then it like flares out at the bottom. Oh, okay. Okay. Was you there, know what I mean? Was there, was there sequins? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, there was. Which, of course, you know, people who like sequences, sequins, love sequins. And I, I'm not one of them, but... <laughs> Anyways, um, yes. Yeah, so she was glittery, and I thought she was gonna face plant. I, she, I wore sequins once. You what? I wore sequins once. Okay. Yeah. For what? Uh, it was on a vest, and I when I was in uh, show choir in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was part of their outfit, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a sequin vest and then a sequin bow tie. I've seen the ones with the, like a silk vest with the with a sequin bow tie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. this was all sequins. All sequins hey. all the time. <laughs> was it the fun sequins where it would change color if you no, would move it, you no, know? No, not even the fun ones. It was just like, here, here's a bunch of shittily tied on sequins on this bright red vest that on, scratch on a, you and itch and Man, I hate sequins. I think I started hating hating sequins um, one year 
I don't know if you were teaching or if you were instructing the band or the the drum line at that point. One year they decided to change our uniforms to a sequin one. Um I don't quite remember. It was ungodly. That seems so uncomfortable. But it then, is. you know, my mom sends me this um this video of of Thompson's band and she was like, "Oh my god." All I was like, "It's a production now. Like it's not just the band going out on the field and play. It's a an actual production. It's a show." They like, started well, they that a couple that? of years. And I was like, "Well, I mean, it it basically mirrors drum corps." Mhm. And um she was like, "I bet that it was that was expensive." I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, you do not want a daughter that's on the dance team or color guard or a majorette or a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Like those packages are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it got a little bit cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, after your after your first year on. Yeah. First year on, you have to get everything. Every single item. <laughs> and then the and then you learn, you know, not to, not to fuck up like your, your hose, your pantyhose. <laughs> not to fuck up your hose. Yeah, not, well, don't fuck up, <laughs> don't fuck up those hose. Thanks, thanks for coming to my TED talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, or like your, you know, your gloves. Don't lose your gloves. I mean, just like the small things, because it adds up. <laughs> oh. I can't imagine. Like I remember so when I was when I was on the soccer team in high school, it was and it was might have been 60 bucks for our whole spirit pack. Yeah. Oh no. It it was thousands of dollars a year. Thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of dollars because it wasn't just the it was the uniform package, then the pet package, then the then you have to take photos 200,000 oh, yeah. times. Because y'all had different stuff for like everything. Mm-hmm. Ours then you was have, like a dry cleaning fee. For yeah, then you have line. the competition. Oh, no, and it's the hair pieces. Except we all I will say hair. this. That was, uh, your school was one of the first schools that I saw where they actually did a different uniform for the drum line. Because that year mm-hmm. it was the Blues Brothers show yeah and they did uh you know the black suits with the hats and sunglasses yeah yeah we started we slowly started making semi productions we would do a little a little bit more not i think i think the high schools are starting to mimic the competition bands like like the boa bands the in college yeah yeah the big ones they're and I think, I mean, because, you know, everybody talks about, well, yeah, you you know, you do it for f- football and all that. No, no, really, guys, here's a secret. Um, we practice and practice and practice not for football games. We do it for competitions. That is literally practice <laughs> for Speaking us. Speaking of, you know what I will be doing in the next couple of weeks? What? UAB's alumni band. What? 
UAB is having an alumni band for their, I guess, homecoming at the new protective stadium. Oh, fun. And I saw on the alumni drumline page that, you know, we could sign up and march in with the band and yeah, I'm going to do oh, it. Oh, you signed up? I, I, I have to, I'm going to do it. Z is basically like, um, I will fuck your face up if you don't. Um, well, guess who's going to that? <laughs> yeah. She'll be there. You can sit next to her. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. And I'm going to get a pom-pom out. I'm going to do. Oh. Oh. Z, listen to me. Oh. L- listen to me, Z. We, we got to do something hilarious. I don't know what we're going to do. But we're gonna do something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe paint "Go Randy" on our on our backs, <laughs> and then lift up our shirts. Is, that's how it's gonna go down, huh? It's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I don't know what we're gonna do. We could get Gabe and Gavin into this too. Oh, Jesus. We could do like the the guys do, you know, at the football games where they're they're pa- they've painted letters on their <laughs> on their chests. Oh my god! Let me. Okay, first of all, I need to talk to you about this. So, the school that one of the kids go to is their their student section ridiculous. Like, first of all, what- I I don't know how you can blend. Um, stadium country slash mullet into my daddy's a lawyer. I don't what? know. I don't know how that that vibes together. It's like they've got the mullets, like the kids got these days, which yeah, already they, annoys the, the shit out of me. Uh, and you know, like flannel, like country shirts, mm-hmm. and then like somehow they make it look like my daddy's a lawyer. I don't. I don't understand. Oh it. yeah, yeah. That um. Uh, and they so you're bring, talking they like bring, standard frat boy attire. Yeah, yeah. With, and then they bring uh, huh. a, a speaker and a microphone, like for their, and they play music. With banjo chic. Yeah, banjo chic. I like that. That's and and eighties. We're bringing back back the eighties mullet. The yeah. Yeah, business the, the in the Billy, front the, party in the back the billy ray cyrus if you will well that i mean hey you know that's that's why it's called business or why they say business in in the front party in the back my daddy's a lawyer in the front <laughs> and i'm gonna fuck your shit up and my mom will bury you in the back right <laughs> yeah they're doing the mullets with in my stop my hairdresser said it's a huge thing, the whole mullet thing, and they're getting perms. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. they'll 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 take their hat off and then they'll just shake it, mm-hmm. put the hat back on. It's it is so bizarre because it used to be they would shake the and you know get the swoop, the swoop hair going. Yeah, the swoop. Yeah, d- just you know they've just got to flick their head to make sure the the swoop bangs in the front are good. And it has to be perfectly straight. No, 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 not anymore. But, but see, I remember, I remember when we were kids, the mullet was 
a clear indicator of the kid you didn't want to hang out with. Mullets and rat tails. Or if you did, or you you attempted to, you either, in their sleep, accidentally slept walk to a pair of scissors. Yeah. And cut it off. <laughs> but like, Or invited them to a sleepover and got your your uh, shaver and played a prank on him. I want to find person zero. It's not patience. I want to find the person that is coming up with the fads and I want to smack them in the nose with a newspaper and then spray water on them and say, no. Oh, me too. If they bring back the super low riding hip hugger jeans of Christina Aguilera dirty Christi- C- you know what there dirty was a, CD there was a there was a Christina Aguilera like um a, a timeline if you will that went from come on over where she was just like insanely attractive and then she got kind of trashy over the years and then just like, I guess, settled into adulthood and became insanely attractive again. I'm going to go with that. That would be her publicity. Yeah. And the record company that wanted her to. Because it was a trend. Oh, yeah, it absolutely was. I'm not saying it was just her, but. And what's going on with Britney these days? The super low jeans. Do you remember that? The super low jeans where the thong. Was uh, part of the the part of the pants? Uh, yes. Uh, that's that's I, what I'm I talking remember. about. And Cisco remembers. Yes, and the amount of thongs I saw in high school, sitting in class, they had was they had too high. Dumps like a truck, truck, truck. No, no, these Guys chicks like what? had had. Bones like a graveyard. Yard, yard. <laughs> it was skin, bones, thong. Like you could, they were so skinny, they rattled as they, wo- as they got out of their plastic student seat. That's, what, okay, so, I mean, you're a couple years younger than me. What was, what was the absolute worst fads for you? Oh, I'm more than a couple. I mean, granted, we're from the <laughs> same county, but we went to two different schools. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of similar experiences and some different. But like, oh, what, what was your positive. worst fad at your school? What What do you think was the most ridiculous thing? Uh, <clears throat> specific to that school? Or just, you know, what what you observed growing up. The thongs definitely were. Okay. <laughs> that I I really remember that. Um the fads. Um I can't really think okay, you start because I, I need to marinate on that. Um uh, okay, so let's see. Not you know what? 
that was that was a fad that I actually kind of love was the Birkenstocks. I did love my Birkenstocks. Um, but there was the Timberlands, Timberlands, mm-hmm. with the the little tiny slit on the the side of the jeans. Yeah. Um, I just felt like people paid way too much jeans, way too much for their jeans to cut them. Oh yeah, they would they would cut the the inside of the jeans to have them fit over. Yeah. Over the Timberlands. Yes. And then when it came to uh, flip-flop season, they would tear up the back of their jeans because the jean would cuff underneath the, the flip-flop. Yeah. <laughs> and tear up. Um, I loved Birkenstocks. I mean, that was a thing. Uh, we Girls, my biggest pet... My biggest thing was the whole thong thing. Yeah. I I think that was the worst the worst part where you it was very very low riding jeans and we didn't we didn't really do crop it wasn't crop tops. I mean, we did they, they wore a lot of wife beaters. Oh, became a yeah. thing for girls where you would wear your you know, a colorful bra. I remember and a that. wife beater. I remember that. Um, with your low slung jeans and your thong. I didn't and of like course the the set had to match. <laughs> um, now I did the wife beater part. I I did not do the thong part. Um. But I'm also short, so when you bought wife beaters, uh, the well, they were long been, on me. You've always been pretty modest about how yeah. you dress. Yeah, I, I, I was never, I, I never liked even in, even at uh like when we had to attend band camp. You know, all of the dance team, you know were pretty they rolled their shorts up to the point where they were bathing suit bottoms when we uh, were practicing yes, on the yes. field. You know, we did that on the soccer team as well. Not for anything, you know, to show off anything. I, I guess it was more comfortable or because the shorts well, we, were way too long. We did it because back then like the shorts were very long on for girls. Yeah. I mean even the Sophie shorts were longer. So you did, I mean, I did roll up my shorts, but there were some that rolled up their shorts very, very, very high. Um, you always rolled up your shorts, but it was because they were long and they, were, they would get in the way. I remember my, our high school soccer team, girls soccer team, where um, they would roll up their soccer shorts too because they were designed long. Yeah. I guess that was the style I, you know, there probably wasn't too many ridiculous fads when I was. I don't in high think school. there was. Um, I, there was, there was because it wasn't like lot. every girl did that. Well, it's you know a lot of the stuff that we wore when I was in school. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I would wear, and of course, I'm a guy, and I style changes for guys, regular guys, um, not very often. No, 
No, it really doesn't. But I mean, when I was there, it was you know for women, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of plaid skirts, you know, a la Clueless, but not the the knee high stuff. It was just a lot of plaid oh. skirts, Birkenstocks, you know, simple, almost like a spaghetti strap shirt, but we weren't allowed. They weren't allowed to have spaghetti straps. So it was a lot of stuff. No, that they would, would put a cardigan over yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and then just like unbutton the cardigan kind of as a, to rebel a little bit, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even the, the teachers thought it was ridiculous. Most of the teachers, we couldn't show our arms, <laughs> like, you know, or the tops of our shoulders. I can't tell you how hot I get over some arms. Right. And that, that was always a little ridiculous, but the school was always freezing. Always. So the girls didn't really want to wear that anyways. I almost feel like they did that on purpose. Yeah. To keep, to keep more clothes on. But no, back then, like, like we, back then, like it was a crazy long amount of time. It, it was decades, Dina, decades. Right. The trend wasn't to show as much skin as possible to begin with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole thong thing happened. Now, when I say I saw a lot of thongs, it was when the shirt would ride up because the pants, the jeans were so low that a normal length shirt. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of thongs on women. Thongs are, okay, I'm going to say it. Thongs are uncomfortable. I'm sure they are. They are. are. Well, certain ones are, but in general, I do like them boy shorts on women though. Those are nice. Those are annoying too. Are they? I don't know. Like I, so me personally, uh, not women's underwear, but just clothes in general. I, I don't like things that are tight on me. Well, no, it's because they, you know, because women's jeans and stuff are, I'm talking about boy short underwear. Yeah. They, you know, they're designed to be tight fitting on women, not yeah. baggy and, and able. What So the boy shorts actually tend to ride up and scrunch. Okay. A, a, you know, a, a higher up on the legs. Yeah. So you have to adjust kind of like when you're wearing boxer briefs, like you guys wear boxer briefs and you have to adjust underneath the, your jeans and stuff before you zip up. Um, it, it's like women, like women have to do that too, but it starts riding up. Well, I'm speaking with me, but I have, I, I I'm, I'm thicker on the bottom and flat up top. So <laughs> <laughs> things will ride up and it gets annoying. Um, but then, you know, a lot of women don't wear underwear with jeans. So I, you know, it's just, it's too fucking hot in Alabama to not wear underwear, at least for me. I, I'm a, like, I, I sweat. I'm, I'm 7% Italian and that makes me 7% <laughs> greasy. <laughs> no, well, I know a lot of dudes that won't wear jeans. I mean, won't wear jeans, won't wear underwear with jeans. Well, I won't wear jeans, so. I haven't owned a pair oh, of jeans really? since like 96. I haven't, I was about to say, I don't know if I've 
ever seen you in jeans. I see I've seen you in khakis. Yeah. Um like I'm just different starting, color khakis. <laughs> I'm just starting to really expand my my wardrobe. And it's nothing major. It's stuff that like everyone else probably already wears, but because I've been wearing the same things for so long, it's it's a it's it's an adjustment for me. So I finally got a pair of like chino shorts. Okay. Um that are blue. And I fucking love them. I, I never yeah, thought I would like something like that. Different color uh, shorts are cool. You know, Matt is not a huge shorts fan. Um, I, I can which see I, that. I, it's weird to me. I've pretty much only seen him in pants. Mm-hmm. Has he got yeah, weird legs? I mean, huh? Has he got weird legs? No. Oh. He just likes wearing pants. That's that's weird. I have no idea why. Because he has great legs. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that sounds weird. But, I mean, he, you know, he's got like a runner's body. So, you know, he's got, it, to me, he's got like the body for shorts. <laughs> like, if if it was me, I'd be like, I'm wearing shorts all day long, all day, every day. Um, but, no, he's, he's not a fan of them. Um, he doesn't wear a lot of khakis. He wears jeans. He loves jeans. But I had to. He wears a uniform to work. Yeah. So he doesn't have to shop a whole ton. Um, but Matt, unfortunately, got stuck when we first started dating. When I saw his wardrobe, I was a little curious why there were so many Affliction shirts still. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now having said that please tell me he's got no, a pair of bedazzled jeans no oh my god that would have made me so happy no no um he loved buckle though <laughs> oh my um, god now i'm not dissing buckle because they do have some nice clothes um uh, but <laughs> But he did. He did get stuck in the affliction um, stage of fashion, and I had never seen him wear any of them. But he had an, and he had, he had, a, he had a lot. It like, wasn't like a mem memorabilia shirt of one of them. You know, like you keep. You're like, oh, <laughs> like affliction. A, like he's the lead singer of Crazy Town. Yeah. Um, so I, I slowly, I, I slowly started picking on him about what, it. I'm going to stop you there slowly. Yeah. I had to warm him up. Okay. I would, I would, I would tease him every now and then. I'm, I'm sure. Like, and by tease him every now and then, Dina I mean, like, is a shock to a lot of people's systems. What? A hundred percent Dina is a shock to a lot of people. So you gotta, you gotta give him like 33% at first. No, I and went 100% when I first met him. <laughs> I went 100. The You know how Matt and I flirted? We we picked on each other. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, we like just, you know, it, 
just going. No, I, so I didn't. I didn't warm up. I, I just slowly. I was just like, so what's, what's, what's going on in here? What's happening? Like he didn't even like he had like Doc Martens and, and like a Ed, pair of Sperry's and Ed Hardy shirts. No, I didn't see any Ed Hardys. <laughs> oh, yeah, but oh. I had never seen. But that's the thing; I never saw him wear them. It was weird. He he would wear. He always wears, a button ups or polos. Yeah. But so he it was just had like a, a weird plethora. shrine to affliction. Yeah, it was a weird shrine to affliction. Okay. And all of his jeans were holy. Right. And I said, you realize that you are 35 years old. <laughs> with zero pants with that are hole free. I never understood how women's pants and shirts were more than men's because it was way less fabric. Well, but now you do. Now you understand, right? No, I still don't. Because they push women to change fashion every single season. Oh, okay. Okay. I was just like, there's holes in those jeans. Why do they cost more than the boys' jeans that have no holes? Yeah, I mean, think about it, like, you know, the terms of, like, arm candy. And, oh. you know, and then you see all the fat. You, you don't see a ton of fashion magazines that are directed at men. I'm glad for that. Well, your wallet isn't. When, you, when there's females around and you have, you know, you assist them in, in their wardrobe. I, you know, I've just never been a fan of following... Women's fashion, like, wear what's well, comfortable. Well, to you're you. a dude. Well, I mean, just, I'm just saying, wear what's <laughs> comfortable to you. Like, you know, I, well, women are beautiful in whatever it is that they want to wear. Like, wear it proudly. It's awesome. Do you right? Think? Well, I mean, it's the whole. It's a fashion thing. I don't even know. You know, I am. I, I kind of. I'm kind of on the edge about that because you. <laughs> On one hand, I do follow fashion up to a point, um, but I don't change up my wardrobe every single season. I am not following for, you know, it's win it, it's winter or summer and they're it's winter and they're coming out with the spring collection for 2022. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't do all of that. Um cuz I got to be honest, the hottest thing that Z wears, my hoodie. Hottest yeah, I mean, I wear I I wear leggings and one of Matt's button ups around yeah. the house a lot. Do you do or, the, uh, you know, do you, one of his t shirts? Tom Cruise floor slide in your your socks. I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> that I have done that. I got to get hard um, floors, or that I do that in general, just. <laughs> Um, when I'm wearing socks or uh, some sort of slick object that I can do that. I have, I can't confirm nor deny that I have slid down the stairs on a mattress either with a kid, with kids. We, we, when I was working on the ambulance and I wish I could find this YouTube video, 
uh, one of my partners, John, he, uh, we had some, a set of stairs in, in our station down in Alabaster and we convinced him not hard. It wasn't hard to convince him because you know, John, um, to slide down the stairs on a backboard when the wall for the sleeping quarters was like three feet away from the stairs. Wait, this was the one in Alabaster? Yeah. Okay, I've been to I, I've been to that that one. And yeah, so he slid down the stairs, ran straight into the wall, fell over. Like I got it on YouTube somewhere. I don't know. I gotta oh, find oh, it. Oh. It's please called do. it's called John on a backboard. So if anyone finds it, please <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Clever name, right? John on a backboard. John on a backboard. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good times, man. So it, I texted. Uh, I texted Z and said that you were speaking directly to her, and she wanted to know the context. And I told her, and then she goes, "Oh, that's not going to be hard to embarrass you with her." And I was like, "I don't like that you two are going to conspire against me." I'm not conspiring. I'm telling you directly what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know. But it's still kind of conspiring. No. Yeah. You're in the con- you're in the con- the conspiring. <laughs> you're Just in because it. I know what's happening doesn't mean that you're conspiring or what You're is, literally what you, telling uh, joining joining forces. You're that, literally telling word. the You're literally telling the other force. You're you're mediating the conspiring. Well, she's going to listen to it anyways. But you didn't have to pregame warmer. I hear pregame warming is important. For conspiring? For most things. No, not maybe not <laughs> conspiring. Maybe maybe don't mediate a conspiring against you. Okay, so anyways, speaking of Z... <laughs> Okay. She sent me this World thing today. And I have to get it off my chest and out into the ether of the world. Wait. Okay, so are we starting the podcast? We started it like 30 minutes ago. Wait, what kind of... Wait. Well, what are... Wait, oh, this, is your, this is your show this, this week. Uh, I'm about to tell you what's going on. Oh, okay. Okay. I was confused. I was like, wait. It's not me, is it? This week? <laughs> no, no. This is it's a short subject, but I have to get it out there. I have to I am ready. There's no way around it. I'm so prepared. she sends me this article and she tells me that she's heard of this before, but has never seen it written up. Um I've never heard of it. It's and we're gonna we're gonna bring back a group of people that we talk about a good good bit. And we're going to we're going to we're going to throw it back to the Mormons. Okay. You had me at Mormon. So, there is a trend going on. Not probably not exclusively with the Mormons, but mostly with the Mormons, I guess, called soaking. Oh god, I'm so glad you brought that up because I I just read this. Holy shit. Okay, I'm ready. Yes. So uh-huh. in order for sex to be called sex, certain movements 
have to be made and achieved. So I got to I mean, first of all, I got handed to Mormon teenagers. You found a brilliant loophole, but they are engaging in this thing called soaking. So as I understand it, simply placing a penis inside of a vagina, not considered sex, not considered sin. Um, so yeah, it's basically, you just put it in and then, and then they do another thing called jump humping. Whilst a couple is soaking, they invite a friend of theirs in to jump on the bed. So the couple isn't making the movements the movement of the bed is making the movements still not considered sex or a sin. I, I have so many things going on in my head about all this. On one hand, fucking brilliant Mormon kids. I got to tell you, it's awesome. Good for you for figuring out God's loophole on that one. I always thought it was anal sex. Apparently it's jump uh humping. Well, we Catholics thought it was anal sex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, just fucking fuck. Just fuck. That's it. Just fuck. I mean, I'm so I can say that as a former Catholic, as a former <laughs> religious person, as a former whatever, because I had the luxury of doing whatever the fuck I wanted to an entire week. And on Sunday, all I had to say was, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And he'd say, say a couple Hail Marys. Tell your mom you love her. Good. I'm going right to heaven. Right. No. I don't know. That was our thing. I don't know about the Mormons. I don't know if your penance is you have to write a chapter to the Mormon survival hand guide. I don't know Please. if you have to go to NORAD uh, wherever your family genealogical records are and just keep track of, you know, my ridiculous bullshit in my family. Like, do you have to write down that I'm 7% Italian? Like, what is your penance? Do you have a penance? What, it, what goes on in the Mormon? There's a lot of shit that I don't know about Mormons, but I feel like I make fun of them way too much. And they might be geniuses, but then again, it might be all ridiculous. Wasn't there some plates? I feel like there was some plates. Didn't somebody have a plate about something and all the scripture and all the rules were on the plate? Is that Mormons or is that Scientology? I don't know. I don't think I don't have direct access to Tom Cruise right now. Uh, I feel like he's pretty busy and he won't return my calls. So no one will tell me what's going on. And I don't want to Google fuck Google. I went on a rant. I digress. Well, first of all, I don't, I don't think the plate had any was Tom Cruise or Mormons. Who was the plate for then? I don't know, but I feel I feel like there is a religion surrounding a plate, but I don't think it was either one of those. And you know, side note: Can you consider Scientology and Mormons? Some people say some people throw out you know a word out there. It's a c word. Yeah. And it ends with alt. <laughs> you know, some people say that. Um, 
But then, you know, you could broaden that and say all religions could be see ending with alt. But, you know, I mean, there we are. There's that. Um, also, uh, number one, regarding soaking, um, brings a whole new meaning to teabagging. Yeah. Wait, so if um, soaking is not considered a sin... And it's according, according uh, to this, according to Mormon internet scripture, I'm sure the tables with legs, terror, the, the terror shots figured this out years ago. Um, does that mean the double Dutch rudder isn't a sin? Hmm. Hmm. Cause you're not moving your, your, your hand. You're moving their hand on your stuff. Do we know anyone that's Mormon? We don't, questions. but I, that brings me to the next point, though. I, too, have read this article. <laughs> there is also, uh, supposedly, a, um, a TikTok about this. Yeah. Somebody bringing this up. I, I also read the comments. Now, there were some Mormons who, who said, well... They acted like they were Mormons. I don't. I don't know them personally, so I don't know if they are or are not. Um, they were saying that that was incorrect. Um, that they do consider that sex. Okay. But that was. I think that was like one person I saw. So then okay, there was so argument about <clears throat> about the actual. Um, hardness of the phallic object that you are placing into the vaginal cavity. What, what, do, wait, what do you mean? It's hard. It's it, well, some person, somebody said if it was hard, then it was considered having sex. If it was flaccid, it was, cons it wasn't considered having sex. It was considered soaking. Okay, so... So they had to try really, really, really hard not to get hard. Which means they have a hormonal issue or an actual physical issue with their object. Uh, okay, so this new information that you've just presented to me makes me negate my whole genius statement and just want to go, what the fuck, guys? Like, there's also the whole thing of having actual. Okay, there was also another thing of having actual sex, but as long as you didn't ejaculate, it oh. wasn't considered a sin. Mormon kids, you don't know what you're missing. No, no, no. You need to bust in that. People were bringing these up in comments. I don't know if they were saying that that, re that was regarding Mormons or if that was oh. regarding like, you know, because somebody did bring up the whole Catholic thing. Now, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Catholics made up the whole or Catholic teenagers made up the whole you don't lose your virginity and go to hell if you do it in the ass. Right. Pretty. I mean, I'm pretty sure that came from us. That I'm Back that then, was part of the crusades and spread out to the other teenagers 
um, yeah, I mean, uh, Cardinal, throughout the world, Richelieu was like, "Look, musketeers! Like this is this. Why are you so angry? This is what happens. Right. You put it. You you know, put some D's and some A's. Mm-hmm. Not you're not you're not sinning. Nothing to confess right. on Sunday. But you're right. I mean, you know, as a Catholic, we kind of got to get out of jail free card. When we were out partying with our our Baptist friends or our, or other religious friends. Um, and yes, we, we, we wiped it all. We cleansed it all on Sundays Yeah, and went about our business the next day. <laughs> and just did it all over again. Every week did it all over again. And just hope we made it to Sunday so we can confess. Correct. If not, it's well, all we're it's taking all our a, chances. It's all a big C little alt. Every one of them, every last one of them is a big C little old. <laughs> yes. I need to figure <laughs> so, out about the plates though. I saw, well, I just saw one of the memes. Oh God. I love memes. Mormons soaking and jump humping. Literally everyone who isn't Mormon. And it's all the, uh, uh, I don't know this cartoon guy with the spiky hairs, gray. Well, anyways, it says, well, that just sounds like sex with extra steps. Um, are you talking about the, the golden plates? Yeah. The golden plates. Who's the golden plates? That is, um, Latter-day Saints. Oh, aren't they just diet Mormons? Yes. They're Mormon lights. Quasi Mormons. The Diet Coke of Mormons, just one calorie. Mormon zero? <laughs> I don't know. It I says, mean, that's what they say about gray, the Methodists. Methodists are, in, are Catholic light. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are Episcopalians. Okay. I could see that. D- don't get that mixed up with Pentecostal. <laughs> no. Pentecostal is the snakes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see that some bitch that got killed by the snake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing that pops into my brain every single time we talk. Somebody brings up Pentecostals. <laughs> oh. Um, it was saying uh the engraved metal plates hold a special significance in the Latter-day Saint movement because in 1827 the founder of that religion. Uh, Joseph Smith claimed to have obtained a set of engraved gold plates from an angel. I'm sorry. And from them translated into English, the book of Mormon. Uh, So it is the Mormons. Wait, so are they considered? Wait a minute. Wait. We're just learning shit today. That's, that's the, that's their other name, isn't it? I don't, I don't or know maybe that was this. maybe that was the OG Mormons. Our Latter Day Saints Mormon. Most member of Latter Day Saint churches are adherents to Mormonism, the a theology based on Joseph. What what year did you say? Did you say eighteen twenty seven? Uh huh. They're new. And then he dictated the text plates with a scribe and wrote down the words, 
which would later become the Book of Mormon. That was a fantastic movie. Slash play. Um, he, 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 tran- he, he translated the, the plates by using a, a, a seer stone. So you're telling me. A transparent seer stone in the bottom of his hat. So you're telling me. You're looking me in my face right now and telling me that he translated plates that he found at a yard sale. With no, he a found secret, in the middle of the woods. At a yard sale with a <laughs> secret decoder ring from a Cracker Jack box. Oh, no, sir. No, 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 no. And no, now no. kids are jump humping? He, he used a reflective mirror. What he did was use his shave mirror. And super glue it to the top of his hat and turn around and use it like a, re- a rear view mirror because and looked at a, pun- a bunch of plates. Because you can't look directly at Medusa? Right. Yeah, correct. That's what he did. He did the Medusa look. This is, listen, I'm not kidding. Smith dictated the text of the plates while a scribe wrote down the words. Eyewitnesses to the process said Smith translated the plates not by looking directly at them, but by looking through a transparent seer stone at the bottom of his hat. He published the first edition of the translation in March of 1830 as the Book of Mormon with a print run of 5,000 copies as a production cost of $3,000 or 60 cents per book. Um, He got... Testimonies from 11 men who said they saw the plates, but no one has actually seen the plates. He he said that he returned the plates to the angel. Moroni. Which is way too close to moron. So what you're telling me is, is that he found two of the Dropa stones? He said he did. And he looked at him through a thing because you can't look directly at him. Right. And translated the Book of Mormon. And then sent them back over overseas for somebody else to find them. And then said, kids, you can fuck without fucking. You just have to invite a friend to jump on the bed. You know the angel's name? You know the angel that gave him the plates, the name of him? What? Of angel is Moroni M-O-R-O-N-I I want you to take off the I that's that's what does that spell angel Morani take off the I angel angel moron (laughs) what What if this was did we just crack the code what if what if this was just a big a big prank, a big April Fool's. Oh, you mean like and Scientology? He never thought he'd get away with it. Where science fiction writers said, "Who can make a religion that people would follow?" What if it was a game, like a, a bet between friends? It it had, and then it, he just got way over his. It got way over his head. Do you know what this is? You remember the story Levetto told us about the 
they were trying to win the $5,000 from the magazine for seeing aliens. Same shit. Same shit. Except they made the magazine? Yeah. What if the magazine that was running that was the one that they published? No, wait, that's that's the Book of Mormons that he published. Never mind. Um, <laughs> what if he's behind the magazine that the alien guy wrote in their alien story to? I, what if they're behind all of the urban legends in America? I have one simple question. One, one simple question. And this is for people of all religions. I'm not just picking on Mormons right here. This is every religion. How do you believe so heavily in something and not believe in aliens? That is a good question. That is a good question. I don't. My answer is that humans are self-centered and they, it's very hard for them to believe that anything else is out there besides their universe that they created. It's like that little Dicky song. Why can't God fuck with aliens? Maybe Earth is just a side project. Earth was the side project that got way out of hand. Maybe God's the alien. <laughs> You mean he's the scientist? Yeah. Yeah. That crossbred his ant farm? If he's the alien scientist and he is probing asses, anal sex was meant to be had. (laughs) Anal sex is natural. So therefore... And holy. Catholics, you're justified. Put it in the butt. Holy. Yes. No pun intended. No, the pun was absolutely intended. That was very intended. That that was all of the intention. I don't know. Wasn't sodomy mentioned in the Bible? I don't know. I don't, fuck, I don't uh, care probably. Everything fun was mentioned in the Bible. Well, to now not it do. is. Now it is. Even if it wasn't, they're going to make it seem like it was. Oh, yeah. They'll twist it, flip it, and reverse it. Oh, and no. And say, uh, fun be gone. <laughs> you know... Mormons, oh, you think that's fun? Mormons We're just not go doing out, that anymore. Smack it up, flip it, and rub it down. Just do it. Just do it. Well, the teenager, the teenagers at least do. Fuck those plates. That's not even your grandma's good china. Well, if he's turning it, if he's returning it to the dirt, and then he's not respecting the plates. Yeah, and your grandma's good china actually exists. You see it in that cabinet next to the table. That your parents say, don't fucking touch that because nobody special is over at our house, even though your best friend's over. And you're like, we want to eat on the good plates. And they're like, no, you get the Dixie fucking plates that don't even hold all the food. And then you're going to use plastic forks, not the good ones. And you're just going to throw all the shit away. Fuck those plates. So the, so Angel Moroni just turned into my grandmother. Like she... I'm now visualizing Angel Moroni as my grandmother and me going to my grandmother and asking to borrow plates. I borrow the china that she special ordered from England. 
and I break one of the plates and I return it, you can't get a replacement. I got some plates from my grandparents. You know which ones I got? Those cheap-ass white plates that you got at Kmart. Kmart's oh. not even a thing. I mean, it might be. There's oh, none you didn't get here. any China? No, I didn't get China. I got Well, fucking... the China usually goes to the women anyways. Unless you special request it. You didn't special request the China, did you? No, I didn't. Mm, well, you should have thought ahead. Now you, you get know the Walmart what? I, when they died, I was too busy getting drunk with the rest of my family. Were uh, they? Were they at least Corel? You know the anti-break plates. Oh God, no! You know what plates they were? You remember? You remember the white plates with the little blue squiggly lines on the outside? Oh that yeah. Every fucking family had. Yes. Those. Mm-hmm. Those were the plates. Really? What constitutes good China? What makes good China? Why is it called China? Your face what? right now is making me. <laughs> Were they made in China? What's the difference between China and bone China? What is bone China? We're getting into a lot. Um, I need. All I don't the know. I, I've never really researched that. I mean. I know that it's very delicate. You literally can barely touch it, or you feel like you're going to break it. Okay. the the china The china set that I have right now, the china that they make now, well, at least that you get in America, because we do come from a pretty traditional. I come from a very weird family. It's very traditional and very hippie ish at the same time it's a very weird dynamic Accurate description yeah we've got we're i mean at work people call me hippie light okay yeah because i dress like a conservative teacher <laughs> but i walk around going yeah man <laughs> free love whatever <laughs> Yeah, go smoke that bowl. It's not going to hurt you. That's natural. <laughs> it's from the ground. It's from the earth. <laughs> fucking Medusa plates. I don't know. I don't know. We. I, I know that I'm on. I know that I'm getting one set. Wait. I know I have a set. Wait. I know I already have some. Hmm? We're not supposed to touch the, the good china in the cabinet. No. We're not supposed Mm-mm. to look at it wrong because it'll break. You know, you can't even see my china. My, you don't even, I don't even have a china cabinet for my china. My china, nobody sees. <laughs> Is everyone's china the guide to a new religion? And they just don't have the secret decoder ring? No, I've looked. The, on the back of the plate, it's just the label. Oh, well, that's boring. Yeah, of, of the brand that made it. Like my my China that my grandmother bought. What if that was it? Linux. What if what if Joseph Smith found the plate and instead of reading the made in Taiwan, here's your barcode, bunch of numbers, he was reading it through the thing and the thing and he's probably got terrible eyes because you know optometrists weren't really great back then. And he was like, Oh my god. Oh 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 my Mormon. I don't. This is too much for me. It's too much. 
It's too much. Who are the Lamanites and Nephites? Why is that in my Google search? Let's find out. That should be an episode. Okay. We just go through all our random Google searches. Okay, so dinnerware is sometimes called China as a reference to the country of China where the first porcelain was produced. Okay. So it uh, it says it is called China in English because it was first made in China, which fully explains that the delicate porcelain can be the representative of China. Porcelain of the Ming Dynasty inherited and developed traditions of porcelain of the Song Dynasty. So it's... Yes, it's. I, I I guess bone china is. I don't know why it's called bone china. I think hmm. that's. I need to see what my. Bone china versus porcelain versus stoneware. Oh, we're getting into a huge, it's just the porous indensity. Oh. Of it. Yeah. I mean, stoneware is cheaper than porcelain or bone china. You guys were slaves, so good job on that, Mormons. Bone china is more delicate. Oh, uh, it's it looks more delicate than stoneware, but it's extremely strong. Owing in part to the use of animal ash. All I'm picturing right now is Ace Ventura when nature calls guano. <laughs> All I'm picturing is a huge furnace. Yeah. And bones and grinding the bones. Yeah, that was somebody's pet. You're eating off somebody's pet. A a lot of somebody's pets. I'll get back to you. I'm going to have to... That's a lot of research. There's a lot of... Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, that's that's crazy. Okay. (laughs) I need to see what mine is. Anyway, that's what I want. I had to get that out out into the world. Yeah, that was, um, it was shocking when I saw that. And at the same time, I was like, hmm, well, I mean, oh, whatever a teenager from, uh... can, can say to get away with letting out their sexuality, they're going to, they're going to do it. And they're going to spread the word to their friends of this is okay. Yeah. This is the loophole. And by <laughs> the way, I got all that information from www.theoccultmuseum.org. Dot com no, no, slash didn't. net. You didn't. Dot edu. But you didn't. I t- did not. I don't. I don't want to shame the occult museum like that. You, you, you got it from TikTok and Zara and what, social what, media. What site did I get it from? H- I just saw it on social H- media. I don't. H i t c. H hitic. Hits hitic. Um. H i t c dot com. Soaking meaning TikTok. What fucking? 
TikTok I'm surprised trends. you didn't go down that rabbit hole to see what other loopholes other teenagers have tried I was, to. I'm I'm not lying to you. I'm I'm very tempted to, and I may come back next week with another update on ridiculous shit that people are doing. That would actually be a really good Patreon. Maybe. Maybe. We could do that. I don't like know. Like going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't know. And then maybe at the end, I'll just read off my fucking Google search. Just to see the weird shit that I'm into. Well, that's going to... That Google search that you're going to do for a Patreon is um, is definitely going to put you on a list of some sort. I don't know what type of list, but it's going to be a list. Uh, Okay. Let's just... Let's just go right now. Okay. With my what my last ten or eight or whatever it is, uh, Furby, which we talked about that on the podcast. Yep. Uh, Zoom download, Occult Museum, Pirates of the Caribbean, Tap Talk, Creek Cooler, Anatoly Bogorsky, and did Joseph Smith have slaves? He did not. That was he was against slavery. Uh, well, now you're gonna make me look. Hold on. <laughs> Where'd Apparently, you go into I have history? 195 YouTube notifications. What is? Let's look at that. What is that? What is 190? You went into history, right? Yeah. <clears throat> what is the kangaroo technique? 10 cleaning tricks with shaving foam. Kiefer Sutherland. I don't even like Kiefer Sutherland. What? <laughs> How to make Dr. Lupo's clean stream overlay. Um, okay. So we've got scientists clone dinosaur. All right. Um, Mutants archives, weekly world news. Uh, is your spouse an alien? Um, oh, by the way, by the way, I'm sorry, I, I need to interrupt you. One of my favorite movies, My Stepmother's an Alien, <laughs> Paycor. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Durani. Did you ever have the feeling that you wanted to go? Still had the feeling that you wanted to stay. Floating cooler. Um. What? Ohio is for leaders campaign brings aliens to Buckeye State. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um. Oh, there's the the Haitian pirate ghost. Nice. No the 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 woman that that married the ghost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that was her. It was a the Haitian pirate. Um. Of course, I I. The fearsome creatures of the lumberwoods. Uh, squonk. Metafiction. Strange Mystery of Enigmalith, Mysterious Universe, Koso Artifact. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have a weird history. Okay. Oh, <laughs> of course there's Zoom in, in my Google email and Discord. So there you go. Nice. That, wait, do, does our computer combine with our phone? I don't know how that works. You're talking to the guy that didn't know what a fucking cloud was. I think that it can, but I, I don't think that I allowed it to do that. That was just my computer history. I do more stuff on my phone. And I still, to this day, don't know why we want to store shit in some dude's basement. Anyways, that's it for me. Okay. Well, you know, um, it seems like we pick on Mormons. I'm but not really, we sorry. pick on everybody. I'm not sorry. You're fucking ridiculous. Take your place. We're, we're going to get to everyone. We're, we, we're going to get to everyone. We will get to everyone? 100%? It, yeah. It's going to happen. So, and, you know... Just it's good to just make fun of yourself. It's fine. Your religion was based off of plates that was read by the by the way the the dude who survived Medusa by using a, a piece of a well, mirror, not even looking at the plates. Wasn't Helios? He was Zeus's bastard son. I'm probably sure Hera was mad about that. She's mad about the rest of them. She liked her. She's mad about all of them. <laughs> um, it, it was read backwards off of a hat with a mirror. And that's how he survived the Medusa plates. And the plates were given by Angel Moroni. In the 1800s. Moroni. In the 1800s. Well, a woman has a a toaster that is um, haunted. I and we'll talk about that next week. That's on one of my subjects. I believe that more than dishes. it's a haunted toaster. It's a haunted toaster. <laughs> I love you. I, I miss you. I special. need to see your face soon. Yes. Yes, and we'll talk about that later. But yes, thank you. <laughs> I love you too. It's been a long week. Thank you guys for listening to our rantings. Yes. About holes and Plates phallic objects. And jump and humping. Jumping. And not moving. It's called missionary style for a reason. Missionaries taught it to people along with Christianity. Oh, Just good fucking do Lord. it. I should have ended this a long time ago. <laughs> Wait, is this this isn't for Patreon, is it? No, no, I'm putting this out in the world. Fuck those Fuck plates. It. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. Dina, love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Where can they find us, Tina? Where can you find us, Tina? Stop it for a second. <laughs>
Where can they find us? Where What's... can they find us, Randy? Randy, where can they find us? MySpace. That's Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> this dude just said MySpace. MySpace.com <laughs> slash hydrogen and stupidity. Randy, where can they find us? On the internet, motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Randy, where can they find us? He already you said on the internet, motherfuckers. Loretto? <laughs> It's gonna be calm what? It's I'm calm. Be the book of faces. This is me calm. Calm. You don't see me jacked up. <laughs> I'm all jacked up. A Mountain Dew. I'm jacked to the tits. <laughs>